This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and the photo education and coaching site, Tea with Janae. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. I'm so excited you guys are here because we're chatting with Nikisha King of Nikisha King Design Agency, all about the importance of building a system for your business. Nikisha shares why building systems into your business is the key to growth and long-term success. A little bit about Nikisha is that she owns a custom design house specializing in full-service wedding, event invitations, and stationary design. She is a successful black female entrepreneur who is passionate about developing and implementing systems to assist women-owned businesses to create organized and easy workflows so that they can scale their business and earn more money. And I'm so excited she's with us today. A little bit of housekeeping before we begin today's show is that we're looking for sponsors just like you. Yep, you heard that right. Tea with Janae is now accepting sponsors for the podcast to help promote your work. We love to partner with brands that align with our mission of educating wedding photographers, including other educators, products, services, and more. Please visit us at www.teawithjanae.com to find out more and apply to become a sponsor today. Also, if you love today's show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It takes about three seconds to do, and we'd really appreciate your support. All right, you guys, let's get ready for the show. Let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. I have an incredible guest today. Nikisha, can you say hi to everyone? Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I feel so special. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you on the show and thrilled when you said yes. So, (laughs) Of course. Who says no to you, Janae? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, We actually met last year um, through Irresistible Selling. I've had a bunch of people on from that incredible group. So I'm thrilled you're here and I'm excited for today's episode. Let's, I can't wait to dig in. But before we do, um, let's introduce you to our listeners. Let's tell them a little bit about you, your company and how you got started. So my company name is Nikisha King Design Agency. I am a custom stationary designer. Um, I've been in business for 11 years, started in 2009. And before that, I was in the health field. So I was on the track to becoming a thoracic surgeon. And it's, it's my, my history is all about health. And what I did is I had pivoted in 2009 because I wanted to rebirth my creative side. I wanted to be able to walk into a room and envision a design or something creative. I was just so tired of being analytical. And I started my business in invitations based on a planner that I was friends with. And um, 
from that point, I used to do something where it was an affiliate program and then I grew into custom designs. And today I'm just so grateful that I've been here for 11 years and I do custom invitations. I do really modern and illustration designs. That's my niche. And I am enjoying that. That's awesome. That's amazing. So 11 years. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Love that. Yeah. So let's get started. So today we're talking about building a system for your business, right? And I'm excited to chat because our listeners, you know, are either just starting out or they're a couple of years in the biz. And when I hear back from them that we're helping them, I, I kind of craft episodes around that. So I wanted to have you on here to sort of help people start crafting business systems for their business, you know, like get them off on the right foot. <laughs> yes. And even as you speak, I bet they're like, well, isn't she a stationary designer? I am. But being in a, being an owner of a business for 11 years, I realize the magic to every business is having a system. And the fact that I come from an analytical background, my systems are like the love of, they bring me joy. Working in QuickBooks, yes, people bring me joy. It may not bring you joy, but I love it. I love having a CRM, having a process, having a workflow, um, and just creating a seamless process for my clients. It, it brings me joy. So just wanted to share that that's how I got into biz business system management. I love that. that. Oh, it brings me joy too. Yeah, we have a lot to talk yes. about. <laughs> Yes. So what kind of systems are, are you referring to? When I say systems, I'm referring to systems that help you with scaling. Therefore, first and foremost, in having your business, I know a lot of you have either contractors or employees. And before you acquired them or before you found them, the question is always, did you have a job description? Do you even know who you were looking for, right? So having a system where you have a job descriptions for your team, having a client relation relationship management system, which we call CRMs, to house your workflow, workflow for your company, creating a standard of procedures, aka SOPs, of what the process look like. So anyone who comes into your business can easily be trained. Um, onboarding your clients, what's that system look like? Your financial systems, knowing what your income is, what your expenses are. These are all systems that we need in our business as our foundation to help us to scale and by the way, scaling does not mean hiring 10 million employees. Scaling can be just adding people to your team and increasing revenue. Yeah, totally. And I think, you know, when I started out, I mean, I mean, I got QuickBooks two, a year and a half ago. <laughs> like <laughs> I will, I have admitted that a couple of times on the show because I was so afraid to look at my numbers and to see what they were. And like learning a new system was beyond my scope. But I, once I, my accountant and I sat down and she showed me, I mean, I love reconcile my, reconciling my books, you know, like it's, yes. I love it. I'm yes. like, oh, we got to zero. This is, this is awesome. <laughs> I know. Doesn't it make you feel good when that zero shows up and it's green and you just go check? Yeah. And it's like a nice feeling. I don't know what it is, but it brings me joy. <clears throat> and I get, it's not for everyone, Janae, just in case it is not for everyone, but that's why you do what you do. So you can offload those things to people who love doing it. Yeah, you know? totally. So why do you think it's, you know, beneficial to to have systems in place or process in place in your business? It brings clarity. 
And clarity is everything in business. Clarity is equal to solutions. And when I say that, as a business owner, there are times we are in our space alone and we come up with an idea and this idea goes around in our head and literally we get stuck because sometimes it get overwhelming or you don't have someone to speak to about it. And the reason we get stuck is because there's nothing in our, in our business that allows us to actually put this in play. And once you build a system where you have steps and you can see things clearly, you become unstuck. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's the benefit. It's like if I create job descriptions for the people on my team now, they don't exist. But if I create it now, when I do an interview, I don't have to try to figure out what I'm looking for. I already know what I'm looking for. I'm very clear on that. So when I speak to someone and they're saying everything, I'm like, that's exactly what I'm looking for. It becomes so easy because I'm clear on what I need. They're interviewing. It's a good match. And that's what we need. A lot of people don't do that. They usually go out, look for a team member because they're frustrated. They're tired. And they just want help. And when they go looking for help, they normally don't find someone or they have those trust issues, but it's because there's no clarity. There's mm -hmm. nothing in place to support you with that, that search. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I just had uh, Joan um, on who uh, we know from Irresistible Selling too. And we talked about how to grow your team and she mentioned, you know, writing a job description and being really thorough and, yeah. um, you know, so when you look for someone, you know exactly what you're looking for. So, exactly. so you do this ahead of time, like yes. you're like pre-planning. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. I have pre-planned my team, what it looked like, what their responsibilities are, what their duties are, the way that they engage with my client and when they engage with my client. Yeah, it's written down. Cool. That's awesome. So let's say you're listening and you're like, I have absolutely no systems in place. And don't worry if you are. I've been there before. I was using an Excel sheet for years. You know, where should someone start? Where should we begin? what we just spoke about, write down who is on your team. What is their title? Start there. Just make it simple, right? If we have to do things in small steps, we're more, we have more success in getting to where we want to go, the out, the goal, the, the main thing. Um, sometimes it's just that little action of writing down what my team looks like, you know, writing down where do I want to go? What's my end game for my business? These small steps can help you because once you have an idea of what that looked like, creating a system that meets that goal gets a little bit easier. Um, you can either do it on your own while you build a system or if you go to someone like me who helped with system buildings or someone else, having those things in place allows you to be clear on where you're going and clear for that person to help you start writing a system. I see. So, you, so you're so you suggesting that they start, that we start by looking at our business as a whole and figuring out, you know, who's doing what and, and where can I bring someone in? And maybe you're like, I need an accountant because I don't want to do that. Then would you start like building a system, building a system for your accountant? Like, is that sort of what you're meaning? So yeah, somewhat like that, because when you say building a system for your accounting, people get really nervous and scared. So what, what I mean <laughs> is 
literally, right? If I, in my, in my business, I know I have a client manager, a lead manager, a design team, a financial manager. Once I have clarity on the people who are in my team, I'm easily saying, well, my financial manager will be handling my QuickBooks, my bookkeeping, my reconciliation, things of that nature. When I have that much clarity, it gets a little bit easy knowing how I'm going to build out a system. You don't need to do your financial system. That financial manager can manage it. I'm giving that person a responsibility. However, I like, I like engaging with my leads and my clients. Therefore, my client manager and my lead manager, I can literally write out what system that looks like because I enjoy doing that. Those mm-hmm. are things I like doing. Mm-hmm. Usually, that's how I would say start your system building Look at it from that place, because also when you get clear on that, you know, the journey of your client, when you invest in a CRM, you're literally putting everyone's position in that CRM. You're literally saying, this is my client manager. You are creating email templates for that client manager to use. You are creating a workflow for that client manager. It gets really clear when you have an idea of who your team members are. Yeah. Yeah, I have to say I um I use 17 hats as my client manager and uh it and again I waited a long time to 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 get on board with it and I you know I think it's like that fear you're like oh it's going to yeah. be too much for me to set up it's going to be too hard but my friend um Cassie who's been on the podcast before she gave me this great advice she's like just put your contracts in she's like right. let's just start there and then when you're there Put in your email, start doing making templates. And then I was like, okay. And then she's like, and when you're there, maybe start making some workflows. And then once I got comfortable, like with that system, I was like, oh, oh, what else can I tackle? <laughs> it, right. Yeah. I right. mean, I really depend on that now, um, you know, 10, 11 years into the business where it's like, I cannot function without my CRM. And that's a, that's a great point. That's the other place to right? In having a job description, you need to put them someplace. You need to house them. You need to house what they do. A CRM is perfect for that. I started out with 17 hats too because 17 hats is really simple mm-hmm. because it really fine-tunes specific things. As the company started growing, I realized I needed a little bit more clarity and specifics. And then I moved to Tave for that. Tave was always promoted for photographers, but... I felt like it had so many good things in it that I was able to use it. So when you go out and you invest in a CRM, you can definitely do one thing at a time. When you do one thing at a time, it does take a while. I'm not going to lie because that's how I I started out too, Janae. I remember going into Tave and literally wanted to pull out each piece, like each of my hair (laughs) out of my head. Um, And it was because the system was so good. It was so good that it did what I needed it to do and more, Mm -hmm. but I just kept using it for the little bit and I didn't really become efficient in it until recently. But my whole thing is when you start, start somewhere small. And if you can hire someone to invest the time into building it out for you, do that because you start to get the benefits quicker than after two or three years. I was just going to ask you that. So, so let's say you hate setting up or you don't want to set up your CRM or even your accounting software, you know, like I did for several years before, before <laughs> I like was like, I need to do this. You know, can you hire someone to do that for you? I mean, are there people like that out there? Yes, there they are. Um, I do it for Tave 
There are people who do it for Dubsado. There are people who do it for Sprout Studio, for 17 Hats. There are resources. You have to find someone that is going to help you set up your CRM based on your workflow and based on your client's journey. People don't realize that. Once again, you can't find someone by just getting frustrated and looking for them. You have to know what is it that you want your CRM to do for you. I want my CRM to treat my client exclusively. I want them to know that they are pretty much the only client when I'm juggling 20 clients. They're not going to feel it because the onboarding email, the, um, the way the proposal, the letter of agreement works, I want them to have such a smooth transition from one step to the next. And that is why I use the CRM I use just for that that experience. I love that. You know? Yeah, no, I just, yeah. it feels, I already feel calm, like listening to you say that, like, oh yeah, I just want to give them the best experience. And I think having exactly. a system is actually doing your client a really great service because you're, you're on top of it. You know what I mean? You've built exactly. out your workflow um, either with uh, the help of someone or on your own and you're providing them a wonderful experience from start to finish because you've worked it all out. You've took the, you've taken the time to write out your descriptions and what you want to accomplish. And here's the other thing to add on to that, right? As a business owner, I'm not here to die in my business. Like I'm not here to just have this business. When I leave the planet, this business goes with me. I cannot sell my business unless there's a system in place. There is no way anyone's going to purchase this business from me with it being a hot mess. (laughs) Let's just be really honest here. So building a system is so, there's so many benefits. There's the benefit of clarity. There's a benefit of in the future being able to transfer your business through sales. There's a way of someone coming in and being your managing director literally who will work just as hard as you work and you can kind of not be in your business. Therefore, if you got, if you have to go on maternity leave, vacation, a family member's ill and you have to be there for them, your business still can thrive. This is what people should aspire to when starting a business, not to just be in it and be the technician in your business. Um, that's that's where people tend to always fall in. You leave your job, you become the technician in your business. You're just an employee and they get stuck there. Mm-hmm. And that's where I realize I don't want to be stuck there. Like I don't, I don't want to be in my business 24 seven. I'm looking forward to my business just running. And if I step away, it's still successful. Yeah. I love that. I think that's so powerful and really hits home because you know, this last year and this year, you know, people, you know, have had to take time off or they've had family members exactly. who are sick and, you know, having a system in place, one keeps you on track, but you also can pass it off to maybe your VA or your office yeah. manager and just say, hey, can you just run the show while I take this time off? I think maternity leave is a great, another great example, especially for women. You know, I know when I was expecting Tilly, I was nervous. Like, what am I going to do? And, I, and that even might have been when I got 17 hats and when I mm. it actually is triggering a memory. So that could be actually <laughs> when I did it, which was six years ago, which is actually probably exactly right. And yeah, so I was worried, like, what am I going to do? I have to take time off. And, and you know, <laughs> we're both mothers. Like, is it, yes. when you have children, 
you know, I think people think, oh, I'll work when the baby naps. And it's like, that is so not true. (laughs) (laughs) So, but you can't, you know, can't tell anybody that they have to find it out for themselves. And having a system in place was like, okay, I can take care of this when she's actually sleeping. And, you know, like it was, that was very comforting to know. Yeah. You triggered a memory there. (laughs) And it's so funny you say I triggered a memory because I promise you that memory is aligned with frustration, worry, equals a solution. And that shouldn't always be the formula. Like you shouldn't be reactive, but if you could find a way to actually create a response or something to something before it even happens, that's, that's what a lot of people I feel like don't do that. Yeah. It's always triggered by something of um coming up and that triggers them to then create what they need to create rather than doing it when they should have. Yeah. So everybody listen, don't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to oh, Nikisa no. and do they need yeah, it. they do what she says, do it early. Don't wait till you're having the baby to figure it all out. <laughs> exactly. They need to listen to you because you are the example of don't wait until then. Yeah. <laughs> like get on top of it and do it before that time. And so you can enjoy your baby. Yeah. Like that's the hardest thing as a business owner, especially women. When we have children or someone to care for, um, just the fact that we have to contemplate which one is more important and then we have to make a decision and that's usually a hard decision. That shouldn't always be our story, you know? And I'm hoping I can change that story. I'm hoping I can help women business owners put things in place. So when that time comes, that's not even a decision-making situation. They already have something set up where they can do what they need to do for their family and loved ones. And that's so crucial. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. So I, uh, we're all about tangible tips here at TUHNA. And I like to give our listeners um, things that they can do sort of right away. And I would love for you to share, um, I don't know, two, three tips uh, with them that they, they can start to uh, implement a system. I love that you do this three tips because it's actionable. You know, I'm all about action. So I like this. One is read or listen to the e-myth by Michael E. Gerber. Best investment you can make. Um, I love that book because in the beginning, you're going to hear the story about you. And when you do, please comment on Janae's page, DM me on my IG account. And I'll tell you that at the end, because the people I share this book with, they always text me and they start laughing out loud. And they're like, oh my gosh, Sarah is me. And I go, exactly. Sarah is all of us, <laughs> a hot mess. <laughs> so that's one. Two, write your journey, your client's journey down. Write the workflow for your business. Um, just take a second in the evening while you're in bed, getting ready to go sleep, get your pen and paper out. You can type it if you're up to it, but pen and paper makes it more memorable. Write what your client goes through and write the people on your team. Like just, just write and don't write with perfection in mind. Just write with I'm brain dumping. That's all you're doing. Don't make it more challenging than it is. A third one is when you get your team members, give them a title, whatever you want it to be, design manager, design director, have fun. It's your business. You should always have fun. And I'm going to add an extra tip sure. on. Get in touch with me. When get in touch with me does not mean I'm selling to you. I don't sell to anyone. I know what I'm capable of. I don't need to sell to anyone. I'm here for a conversation. I'm here for you to say, you know what, Nikisha, I've been wanting to do this so long. This is what I'm thinking. And I can easily say, you know what, you're on the right track. 
this is what you should think about and this is what you should do. Um, just get in touch. People are always scared to get in touch because they think you're about to sell them something. And I'm like, I don't have time to sell anyone. I'm always happy to just get on the phone or have a conversation, a short conversation with you and let you know if you're on the right track or not. And then you can go forth with whatever information or value you get in that conversation. Oh, well, that is so sweet. And we have the best audience. So they will definitely take you up on that. <laughs> A hundred percent. Perfect. So yeah, I mean, our listeners, they definitely work with a lot of people that we have on the podcast. So you guys definitely have to reach out and let her know what you think and run your, uh, your systems by her and, and get, get her approval. <laughs> get it. Get yes. approval. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for being here. I loved having you on the show. Thank you for having me. I think, Janae, you're going to have all the information for me where they can get in contact. Yeah, but, on but let's tell them now because some people don't have time to look at the show notes. So let's tell everybody where they can find out more about you, um, your services, and especially your consultation services and say hello online. Well, you guys can definitely um, hit me up on my DM on Instagram at Nikisha, N-I-K-I-S-H-A dot king k-i-n-g when you go there it's my stationary page but you can definitely send me a dm letting me know who you are you will not find this service anywhere because this service is more of a referral base and it's because i only take on a small number of clients so this is not public i don't market to the mass i don't sell to the mass i am very how can i say in depth with my clients so my clients get a lot of me and I usually am very limited on giving a lot of me to them. Also, there is a design for, I mean, sorry, a questionnaire that you can do. That is a longer URL, but I'll give it to you once you DM me and we can go from there. Perfect. Yeah. And you guys can just swipe up right now. Um, all the links will be in the show notes. So you can click on that and find out more about how to work with Nikisha. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Janae, for having me and love your podcast, Aww, by the way. Thank you so much. I can't wait for everyone to listen. We'll talk to you soon. Well, that's it, you guys. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I want to give a huge shout out and a big thank you to our guest, Nikisha. Thank you so much for being here. It was wonderful chatting. And if you guys want to find out more about Nikisha and learn more about her services, just visit uh, the show notes, you guys can just swipe on up or you can go to the blog, twithjanae.com and find out more about Nikisha. Thank you so much. And I can't wait to share our next cup of tea together. Bye, you guys.